Welcome to Meaning Over Money, a different kind of financial podcast where money is never about money. Welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in. We are so excited to have you here. We hope you're having an awesome week. And regardless of when you're listening to this, we hope it adds value to your journey. And if it does add value, it would mean the world to us. If you would share with a friend or if you're on Apple to rate and review our show, it makes a big difference. I'm going to start today's episode by sharing a story of a coaching client of mine. And this is something that happened many, many years ago, back when I was coaching more as a ministry. I was just helping people to help people. I hadn't yet done it professionally. And so I was meeting with this couple and this couple, they do pretty well. They, they, had, they had good incomes and they, you know, they had savings. And, and I think they were, by all accounts, you know, doing pretty well. And they said, Travis, we're going to go buy a brand new car. And I said, great. If that's what you want to do, again, it's not my job to tell people what to do. It's my job to help them understand their options, give them my opinion, and then walk alongside of them with whatever decisions they make. And so they said, we are buying a new vehicle. And I said, okay. I said, please pay cash. Don't, don't go into debt. And they said, well, that's stupid. We need to use debt because it's cheap and blah, blah, blah. And they used all the, just the common narrative that we tell ourselves in this culture when it comes to debt. And, and I said, psychologically, you're impacted, your decision-making is impacted by the debt. You're, you make different decisions when you go into debt than not going to debt. And they said, you're wrong, Travis. We would buy this car anyway. We would buy it with cash the same as we would buy it with debt. And I said, really? Do you really think you would? And they said, we really think we would. I said, okay, can you, I said, humor me, humor me. And I, I can't remember the amount. I was thinking it was 30, 35,000. I can't remember. And I said, here's what I would like you to do. Now, keep in mind, I didn't think they would actually do this, but I said, go to the bank, take out 30 or 35,000, whatever it was. I said, take that money out. Let's just say 30,000. Take $30,000 out of the bank and set it on your kitchen table and look at it and reassess whether you really believe you would pay cash for this vehicle or if, or if the debt is maybe playing a little mind trick on you. And they, they came back and they said, hey, Travis, we took your advice. And I'm like, uh, what advice? And they said, you know that thing where you told us to go to the bank and take out all that money and put it on our table? Well, we did it. And at the time, I'm like, holy cow, I didn't know they'd actually do that. But they did it. And they said, you know what, Travis? You were right. The idea of taking that huge pile of cash and going and buying, buying a brand new vehicle, we couldn't do it. We just couldn't do it. And they said, so we decided to go buy a used vehicle instead, actually pay cash and put the rest in the bank. And so I, I can't remember. I think they bought maybe a, somewhere 20000 or maybe a little less of a, of a used vehicle. And their eyes were really opened to this notion that debt does something to us psychologically and emotionally. It allows us to emotionally and psychologically trick ourselves into doing some dumb things. Things we thought were normal, things we thought were good decisions. We thought we would make the same decisions if we weren't using debt, but the reality is it's, that's not the case. And so you had this family that put a huge pile of money on the table and they were sure that I was wrong and they put the money on the table and they realized, holy cow, this debt is skewing our perspective of what 
thirty or thirty-five thousand dollars is. And then they made a different decision. But that's the power of debt. The power of debt is we don't have to face the psychological and emotional hurdles. It just allows us to make a quick decision. And often it's a different decision than we would make if we were paying cash. Now with debt, many people can't afford it and it will inevitably crush them and their freedom at some point. I felt it a little bit in my own journey and I've walked alongside of people that are feeling it very profoundly as we speak. Let's just say you're somebody that can afford it. Let's just say like you're like this family that has, you know, kind of a good foundation. Debt still wages that psychological and emotional war on you. And that's why I've worked with a lot of people that have a very high income and very little progress to show for it. They aren't dumb people. In fact, they're, some of them are brilliant and most of them are way smarter than I'll ever be. But they're losing the psychological and emotional battle against debt. Because the reality is, for the psychological and emotional battle that we face with debt, we also face a different psychological and emotional battle with cash, with our bank account. It hurts when our cash gets spent. It physically hurts us. There's a, there's a physical piece inside of us that when our bank account goes down or we, we, we fork over that $30,000 or whatever the number is, there's a pain that we feel that we don't feel when we use debt. So debt allows us to numb that pain by letting us keep that cash but still have the thing. We get the best of both worlds. We get to have our cake and eat it too. We get to keep our cash and we get to have the thing but never mind those pesky payments that will just creep up on us and continually beat us down over and over and over again. Now, some people say, those payments don't bother me, Travis. They're only $1,500. They're only $3,000. They're only $4,000 a month. I've heard people say that. My debt payments are only $4,000 a month, Travis. I can easily afford it. Well, yeah, you can. But every penny you spend on that is one less penny you get to spend on something else. And that something else for some of these people, they're, while they're easily affording their debt payments... They are not funding their kids' college. They are not funding their retirement. They are not giving generously. They are not doing all these other things that they so badly would like to do and know they should do. So the next time you're about to go buy something, and it could be an Apple Watch, it could be a motorcycle, it could be a car, it could be whatever, ask yourself the question, would I still buy this if I were to pay cash for it? Seriously, ask yourself that question. You go into the store, you're going to buy this thing. Ask yourself, would I still buy it if I was going to pay cash for it? Now, if the answer is yes, my encouragement is to actually go buy it with cash. And go buy it. Yes, go buy it. I'm not saying don't buy it. If you've listened to this podcast enough, you'll know that we're not trying to demonize people for spending money I just don't want people to spend money on things that don't add value to their lives. And I don't want people to spend money in ways that hurt them and hurt their freedom and their ability to live a meaningful life. And so if the answer is yes, you would buy it. If you would pay cash for it, go pay cash for it, pay the cost, move on with life, enjoy the thing that you just purchased and have no financial implications for the months and the years to come. But if the answer is no, you wouldn't pay cash for it. 
run the other way and run fast because it means you've already lost the psychological and emotional war on this particular purchase. It means that the debt is the bridge to help you get the thing that you want now and pay for it later. And that always feels good in, in the moment. It always feels so good in the moment. I used to be there. I bought my wife's engagement ring on debt, for heaven's sake. I, I made so many dumb decisions with debt. All my furniture, all my appliances, debt. My car, debt. College, debt. Everything was debt. And so I, I've experienced that life knowing how I could have these things that I want. But I've also come around full circle. And often we don't see what happens full circle when times are good. And times are good. Times have been really good. You know, despite COVID and some of the stuff we have going on here, we have a tight job market. Stock market is continuing to hit all-time highs. Things are pretty good, relatively speaking. But they won't always be. That next recession's coming. That next stock market crash is coming. That next wave of layoffs is coming. And so it may feel good right now that you get to have this thing that you want and then not have to actually pay for it. But when times get tough, you'll pay for it one way or the other. And I'd rather pay the, the financial cost for something now than to pay the emotional, relational, mental, spiritual costs that happen. And I say that from a very personal point of view because it happened to me. It was very personal. It was very painful. It was a hard lesson. And my passion is to help others not do what I did. Don't have to go through what I went through. There's a better way. And so I hope this helps as you think about making some of these purchases. And, and I hope it adds value. And I hope that when you do purchase something, it's a blessing for you and you enjoy it. And I hope it's awesome. I don't want you to hurt. I don't want anybody to hurt. I don't want to tell anybody I told you so. I don't want that. I want everybody to just live such a happy, rich, meaningful life. And so I hope this helps. If you'd like to connect with us outside of the podcast, we would love to hear from you. We always love your feedback, your questions, the good and the bad and the ugly. We always love that. You can find us on Instagram, Meaning Over Money. You can find me, Travis Shelton, on Instagram. You can find our YouTube channel. And of course, you can find Meaning Over Money, our financial course for young adults where we teach young adults how to live for the meaning and not for the money. And that's at meaningover.money. And if you decide that maybe a next step for you is to buy a course, please don't pay full price. As a podcast listener is our way of saying thank you. You can get 25% off by using the promo code PODCAST25, PODCAST25. And so for some of you, that might be a good next step. For others, though, you just want to continue listening to this podcast. We're so grateful to have you here, and we hope it continues to add value to your journey. Take care, guys. 